0: So, if you've got a lazy $35,000 US, Mm -hmm. there's a place that you could stay overnight, which would have that rate, and you would be more than 200 kilometres above the surface of the earth. I think it's even, might be 350 to 400 Mm kilometres is Mm -hmm. the height of... The hotel that I'm talking about,
1: mm-hmm. it has it has more than one sunset in a day as well. Yep, it has, it has multiple. Yeah, it has lots.
0: <laughs> Might be one every one and a half hours yeah. or something. It's one yeah. every ninety minutes. This hotel that we're talking about, which costs thirty five thousand US dollars a night, what was the speed.
1: The speed is seven point six six kilometers per second,
0: which is what in kilometers per hour multiplied uh, by
1: 27,600 kilometers, okay. kilometers per
0: hour. Yep. So it's about 350 to 400 kilometers above the Earth, and this hotel, as you may have guessed, is called the International Space Station. And up until now, it's been a, a multinational collaboration, Canada, Japan, US, Europe, U.S., Europe, US, US uh, Russia, uh, yeah. and, and Russia. Russia's provided the transport to and from since 2011 when the last space shuttle flight took place. Mm-hmm. These modules that are attached to a, a central frame and this thing was put together, assembled from about two thousand. I think it became complete or virtually complete from about two thousand one onwards. Mm-hmm. And then there have been some additional, modif- you know, additions made, yes. uh, modifications, and the like. So you've got a thing. that's – I think the interior space. It might even be the size of. One or two seven four sevens. So the length
1: of it is 72.8 metres or 239 feet with a width of 108.5 metres, which is 356 feet. It's got a pressurised volume mm. of 931.5
0: cubic metres. So if there's six people up there, which there are, like there were originally intended to be 12 at a time mm-hmm. and I think they just found it was two...
1: Oh, consuming the oxygen. It was too, ex- and- it was too yeah. expensive, I yeah. think,
0: to have them there to send up the consumables by rocket. As I said, the Russians have commanded that, that operation. They're the only people who can fly people in space at the moment is Russia. Mm-hmm. But that is set to change soon because uh, SpaceX has got its own Dragon capsule, which is going to take astronauts up to the ISS. So Russia's run or their monopoly on transportation to and from low Earth orbit mm-hmm. is going to cease. Its its, it's days are numbered, mm-hmm. but it hasn't ha- happened yet. So hence the, the sort of costs involved in running this thing. It was originally going to have 12 too difficult, too expensive not enough benefit, whatever, and it's been hard for most of the time. So you've got a very big space. They they run their science. They do broad science. I think it's I think the charter of NASA's laboratory up there or the American laboratory anyway is R and D. It's not it's yeah. research and development. It's not building weapons. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, finding how how to I don't know genetic, genetically engineer a super soldier yeah. in, or in, in, lying in on the 0g yeah, yeah. yeah so they they're more understanding the physics and how and the and the physiology of it in particular you know how people go with with long duration space flight because that's obviously something that's a skill that they need to master in order to make it possible to go to mars or, or even even to the moon for an extended period of time i think i think people underestimate how hard it will be to to put a man and have them survive on mars mm. for an extended period one thing to just you know set foot for a brief moment but a hell of a long way in time and distance to just set a brief foot okay. i guess setting any more than that spending any longer i think it's going to be really really tough
1: we know that uh, the you know, the the effects of space can be reversed as per that twin study that we've previously reported on. Mm. So, you know, hopefully if it's only a short time in space or, you know, after 12 months, for example, then any detrimental effects would be, you know, worn away. But you know, I think it's a maximum, what, 30 days that some of these guests can stay on this particular hotel and the ISS.
0: Yeah. It's a maximum of 30. It's two paying visitors per year it's definitely in response to budget constraints and the knowledge that like any old or aging spacecraft it started back in 2000 2001 the assembly began before that Mm. it's been inhabited by people yes uh, since 2001 18 years of occupation now once that goes beyond a certain time I think the the cost of maintenance goes higher mm-hmm. and maybe the, the life life expectancy that was built into it is it's is starting to get close to you know the end of that mm-hmm. safety considerations come into play that sort of stuff NASA is thinking Let's outsource source this asset. We'll go to the private sector. They can use it. So, space tourism, using mm-hmm. it as a space hotel, but with, with restrictions. Two people per year, 30 days each, mm-hmm. up to 30 days mm-hmm. each. Price per night, 35,000 US dollars. And does that a, include the launch cost? No. The launch cost is 58 million, estimated oh. 58 million US dollars, which is 83 million Australian yeah. for a round trip ticket. Right. Okay. Um, you've got to pass the same medicals as an astronaut. Oh, so you couldn't
1: be a rich billionaire in your 80s who's... um, No, I don't think
0: so. I mean, Dennis Tito was quite an... uh, I think he might have been in his 60s, and he spent quite a while up at the ISS a long time ago. Uh, He got it for a bargain price relative to that 80-plus million in Australian dollars that you'd be paying, or 58 million US. So, So that was Dennis Tito back in the early days of the ISS's development, paying... 20 million us dollars and having a week up there yep. as far as i'm aware i think he did have to do some some training and stuff but it was you know i don't think you need to be the incredible hulk to go into space basically mm-hmm. you know you, you certainly got to deal with some g's on takeoff and you know you got to. Not freak out too much. Uh, well, the indemnities are signed. Yeah, mean, yeah. You, you, you're giving away everything Absolutely. essentially. Yeah. But the bottom line is, they want to make money out of the International Space Station because they need to. They re- recognise that there's people who uh, will pay, and and NASA is very much just putting its toe in the water and saying, you know, how can we use this mm-hmm. asset commercially? We're responsive to the industry, or mm-hmm. we want to. We want to nurture industries that can take advantage of that zero G environment for learning about manufacturing processes, and material sciences, all that sort of stuff, all the benefits of being in, in zero G. Mm. And really that's just the beginning of it. And and at at the moment, as we mentioned earlier, it has got a bunch of labs on board run by different countries or contributed to by, I think it's over 50 countries, contributors and and involved with science that's done uh, on the various labs aboard the ISS space biology, physical sciences, fundamental physics, those sort of areas are going to be driven by recommendations of the National Academy of Sciences. So they're, they're saying also that while they will open up certain space on the ISS platform, mm-hmm. literally they'll area, the... yep. they'll still continue with their own science yep. and, and with those international projects that are ongoing, mm-hmm. research and, and development, mm-hmm. and they will respond to the market demand for extra time and space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the moment, the sort of amounts that they're they're talking about NASA is initially making available 5% of the agency's annual allocation of crew resources and cargo capability, including 90 hours of crew time and 175 kilograms of cargo luggage capability, but will limit the amount provided to any one company. So there are restrictions at the moment, and it's quite a modest sort of you know, allocation that they're talking about, but that could change in response to hmm. this market which they're trying to develop its development of a sustainable low earth orbit economy mm-hmm. according to nasa it has a connection to nasa's mission which is you know about science and about discovery Engaging people and, yeah. yep yep outreach microgravity environment uh, you know for manufacturing production and development this directive which is going to come out of nasa be available on their website uh, nasa.gov is going to enable commercial and marketing activities aboard the space station and address manufacturing, production, transportation, and marketing of commercial resources and goods, including products intended for commercial sale on Earth. NASA astronauts will be able to conduct coordinated, scheduled, and reimbursable commercial and marketing activities, consistent with government ethics requirements aboard the station. That's basically saying that the astronauts can act. There's a task to be done, an experiment to be carried out Mm -hmm. for a private company. Mm -hmm. The astronauts can do it up there because they've got the training to be there. Yes it's a reimbursable yeah. activity, yeah. so yep, we like, do that yeah. for you, and you pay us to do it in the last couple of years since president trump's been in power. he has looked he's eyed off the ISS he wanted I think he, space, to, I think he yeah. might have even wanted to turn into a trump hotel wouldn 't surprise me, mm-hmm. but at the at least a a hotel was what was talked about he 's a property developer he 's a hotel hotel owner. Mm-hmm. he may have decided that um, you know that that would be a great thing to do with a, a state asset, but NASA is actually is deciding that We'll commercialise this, hopefully, so it's sustainable beyond its current lifetime. The ISS can keep going, mm-hmm. perhaps indefinitely, but for another, maybe an extra 10 or 15 years of, mm-hmm. of service life, uh, but that's with the extra money required to keep it up there coming from commercial sources. Yeah. So that that's um, one angle. That also allows uh, NASA to concentrate on other stated aims. And it was interesting in this press release that came out about how you can stay on the ISS for 35,000 US a night, yeah. was the claim that they they will save money through the commercialization of the International Space Station, divert that towards getting men and women back to the moon mm-hmm. in 2024. Right. Now, that's contrary to Congress when the Trump administration, which runs NASA, which provides funding, mm-hmm. tried to get the extra money it wanted to kickstart that 2024 lunar landing mm-hmm. target. Mm-hmm congress which is democrat controlled said no i would have thought that put paid to that as an option but it's interesting that nasa is still talking about and maybe maybe through commercial cooperation projects like this where they create a literally a market in low earth orbit Mm. for a variety of things not least space tourism they can concentrate on getting their manned space program and getting to the moon in 2024 rather than 2028 which i would have thought was pretty optimistic anyway yeah Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast.
1: And don't forget to follow us on social media. Beyond Infinity RPP FM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.